Fishbein. Uh, and for those of you who are just tuning in, this up live is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. That's us. us. You know, it's weird when you were like saying your name. I almost like forgot who I was. <laughs> There's just so many crazy things happening this week that uh-huh. my mind is blown. You're like, am I? I'm Pope. Am I? Am I just session? Are you just session? Am I? I do not recall. So this today we're drinking water. Crazy. I know. In solidarity with Hope Hicks' thirst for terrible men. We're gonna get to that later when we do our psychoanalysis of her. We won't cheers because it's. Uh, bad luck to cheers with water. Yeah. But now that we're hydrated, um, very Sammy, hydrated. Tell me, uh, you know what? Actually, I'll start. I'll okay. say what's been getting me through the week in Trump's America this yeah. time. Um, what's getting me through this week in Trump's America is that the director of Frozen 2 said in an interview with the Huffington Post that there may be kind of having conversations about having Elsa. Sounds guaranteed, guys. I guarantee she made a blood oath with the Huffington Post that Elsa might be gay in the next movie. Wow. Which I've been like following the Give Elsa a Girlfriend campaign i think it would be super interesting it's so interesting like how did they decide that she was the one who like i guess because she's one of the only female characters who doesn't have a love interest like okay you know what i mean like they didn't give her one in the last movie so it's like well since she's up for grabs <laughs> um i think it would be much funnier if they did like a sleeping beauty too and then she becomes a lesbian yeah like sleeping we like we catch up with aurora and she's been like deeply unsatisfied in her marriage for a really long time yeah. and then she reconnects with um meriwether that fairy <laughs> and they like and she's like oh my god like it, it's always been you <laughs> <laughs> that's a fairy tale i want to watch or i was saying i think it would be cool if Frozen 2 is just about um, Elsa getting accepted into a women's college and then like kind of experimenting yeah. that way. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. about whatever it's yeah. going to be. I hope that they do it. I know they had that, we were talked about it a little bit, that uh, gay moment in Beauty and the Beast that was literally just two guys looking at each other for one second. Okay, I actually, now that you just said it again, I formerly did not remember, but now I do remember. It's like... They danced. LeFou dances with a man. Disney, but I want to. I want to take it. I want to take another level. Disney. I feel like it's like you look at every Disney movie and like a lot of movies in general, and you just see how like non two thousand eighteen appropriate they are, and it just shows how much things have changed in the past. Like. Four years, like it's really even, crazy. yeah. Even just like looking back at the ones that we love from the '90s, it's like ooh problematic gender roles, uh, problematic. What the hell? But I yeah. do think they're doing. I do feel like not to just spend so much time talking about Disney. I do feel like they have been making an effort to do yeah better and have more interesting female role model leads yes. who are doing things. Yeah. And, well, Elsa is a rebel, so yeah, yeah. Um, the thing that's been getting me through the week, and as of actually just this morning, it was revealed that Donald Trump has a nickname for Jeff Sessions, and the nickname is Mr. Magoo. She's like, so cute. <laughs> First of all, that was literally, you know, I did, every morning when I wake up, I check Twitter moments, and that was the first thing that I saw was just like, Donald Trump calls Jeff Sessions Mr. Magoo, and I, I did laugh out loud. Same. I will say, if I have to give the president credit for anything, he, much like any mean eighth grader you meet in your life, is good at giving people nicknames. So good. I, I will say, as if I'm, if we're ranking Mr. McGill, 
from a, on, on the Trump nickname scale. It might be the best one. I, I think Little Marco is the best one. I always liked Lion Ted. Lion Ted is good, but for some, I think Little Marco is so like perfectly mean and so perfectly encapsulates like all of the problems with Marco, Marco Rubio. Rubio. I think Little Marco, anytime I see No, we like Sneaky Diane. Sneaky Diane was okay. Sneaky Diane was good. Crooked Hillary, obviously, Crooked Hillary. took off. Um, Pocahontas oh. is racist, That's so that just, one is bad. That was like low-hanging fruit, honestly. And then for Dick Durbin, he just did Dickie Durbin, and I, we were Which talking about it on the Which was bad. Front, it should have been Tiny Dick it, Durbin. That was obvious. That was the one where I feel like he dropped the ball. He's also used Little. The problem with Little Marco is that he's used Little for other people. Yeah. Like he also used it for Little Adam Ship, and he like spelled Little wrong yeah. that time. But whatever. I think he's pissed because... Um, Jeff Sessions had dinner with Rod Rosenstein, which is like, okay, this is the thing that Trump, I think, is like not getting, mm -hmm. which just shows how limited you are by the knowledge you don't have, mm -hmm. which is that Jeff Sessions, if anyone's going to survive this, it's Jeff Sessions. Yes. He has all the dirt on the Trump, the Trump administration and campaign. He actually knows about politics exactly. and he is a politician and he's like not, he's like this little wily little scumbag. So he's going to be fine. I think that Jeff it's, Sessions is literally one of the only people in the administration who actually fully understands the scope of everything that's happened. And Jeff Sessions is also only looking out for number one. So I would say we know that shit is about to go down when Jeff Sessions starts to recall. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he goes into a meeting and he's like, actually, I remember that quite clearly. <laughs> it's like, oh no, it's going down. Yeah. That's, Jeff Sessions that's, remembered everything. Right. That's the thing. Like he, he isn't firing him and he's, it's just a little bit dumb of him to mess with Jeff. Yeah. I Jeff actually has the goods. He's He could roll over on Trump, get a nice plea bargain for anything he's done wrong, and he knows his way around this. Yeah. So. He's one of the only people watch who out. I feel like does. Yeah. So I would say. The Keebler elf is coming for you. Yes. Mr. Magoo. Much like an episode of Mr. Magoo, which I have seen, uh -oh. Magoo always comes out on top at the end. He gets in some scrapes. He gets right. he gets himself mixed up in problems, but what happens at the end? Magoo goes on. Magoo comes <laughs> Magoo through. Comes through. That should be the hashtag for Jeff Sessions' <laughs> confirmation hearings of like I don't know whatever you call them. Okay, so speaking of people who do or don't know what mess they're in, mm -hmm. let's talk about Jared Kushner. So hey, we ran gosh. a poll on Instagram Live on Instagram Story and about whether you'd rather hear us talk about Jared Kushner or Hope Hicks. And although Hope Hicks did win, we're still going to spend a little bit of time talking about Jared Kushner because a lot of you want to hear about it. And there's a lot that's come out in the past like two days. Jared Kushner is in so much trouble it's hilarious that's why when you're like 30 years old you shouldn't be like running government and like running the observer which you like destroyed and also like running a terrible real estate empire that is just completely strapped with debt and then go into government and it's just okay so let's start he lost his security clearance um he had an interim top level security clearance which he lost because of the Mueller investigation because yes. he's still being under investigation and also this is also kind of a fallout from the whole Rob Porter situation because Rob Porter had one of these interim security clearances and there's been so much heat on them for like why did this guy who the FBI clearly said was shady have this security clearance so the White House actually removed all senior officials with interim security clearances mm -hmm. like Jared's Jared hasn't been able to get his official security clearance because he doesn't know how to fill out forms <laughs> um, he has, not just that though he has like a very serious um 
form form dyslexia or something. <laughs> he can't he can't fill out um, paperwork properly. He has like the Jeff Sessions I cannot recall mm -hmm. problem yes, with but forms. It's specific to documents <laughs> that he's submitting to the FBI. Somehow, some <laughs> way, every yeah, time yeah. he's like, oh my god, I forgot. Yeah. I mean it's it's just crazy because like imagine if like it's time for Jared and Ivanka, they're gonna get out. Hope Hicks who we're gonna get to soon is gonna be out and like who's Trump gonna talk to now? Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Like that's the only like who else <laughs> is left? No, Sarah, John Kelly. He they don't really they don't get along. Like, they don't really he get along. He hates John Kelly. John Kelly is like done with this. Maybe he and Melania will reconnect. <laughs> <laughs> She's like Donald. You're like I'm the last person. I'm it. Dude, maybe he'll like actually spend some time with Baron for like one second. He'll be I like, oh, I guess I'll throw the ball around with my kid. Like I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about some of the things that happened with Jared and mm -hmm. like why he's so in so much heat right now. So apparently four countries have discussed ways that they could try to manipulate him. Those four countries were Mexico, China, Israel, and the United Arab Emirates, none of whom get along with each other, First which of is all, like so weird. So he had contacts with them without getting the approval of the National Security Council, which is like so not okay. Again, forgot to fill out the form. Yeah. It's not form. filling out the form. It's just like, this is the problem with getting someone who's like completely inexperienced in government he does not even know and this is where he stands in contrast to Jeff Sessions like he doesn't even really know that this isn't okay and that there's consequences because he's not used to like having to follow this like ethics laws he's not used to people like he's used to being business boy which means you get to kind of do whatever you want and you don't have to your lawyer you will take care of your it your lawyer will take care of it maybe sometimes you get in some trouble and you just pay people off and that's fine but now he's facing actual real consequences because his dumb ass got into government and it's like on the one hand it's like he got into harvard because his dad paid like it's like you when you when you just keep getting things because someone does it for you yeah. you don't actually learn that there's rules and yeah. like a standard for behavior and unfortunately for jared kushner not knowing what the law is doesn't make it okay for you to do illegal things like if that was the case then like no one would go to jail ever no people would some, but, but you would at least be able to be like oh i didn't realize that i couldn't hit people with my car yeah, <laughs> oh my God. sorry <laughs> that won't happen again um yeah it's like yeah dude you know maybe you didn't know a lot of this stuff you were doing was illegal but also like you're becoming a senior advisor to the president so maybe get people on your team who can tell you what is and isn't illegal yeah. maybe google it yeah maybe do a little maybe literally just google like can I just do ask this? your lawyer? Just yeah. ask your lawyer. You're paying him enough money. I think he can tell you like, like what to do. And instead of being like, hey, can you cover this up for me? You should be like, oh, maybe we should disentangle things. Cause okay, so here's the other story that he's that he got himself in trouble with. So basically, apparently he like bought this building for like a very bad price. And his real estate portfolio is like very, very strapped for cash. <sighs> they needed a ton of loans. So you know, Jared so what, Kushner is too stupid to buy a building. So he's just like get dumb. someone better or to advise you on buying a building, whatever, you can pay for it. Um, so apparently what happened was the, the he was meeting in the context of the Trump administration with this guy from Apollo Global Management who was advising Trump on infrastructure and potentially gonna get a 
job in the White House. He didn't end up getting a job, but he, they later gave Jared a real estate loan three times the size of a normal property loan in the spring of 2017, which, as you, you know, if you can mm -hmm. do math, was after the president was inaugurated. So this is why they typically advise that, like, people who are working in government disentangle themselves from their financial interests because yes, you'll get yourself in trouble yeah. like you can't juggle the two things yeah or even if you can the chances of you screwing up are very and the optics looking bad even if you weren't trying to do something shady is very very difficult can i say something about china's obsession with jared kushner yeah this is like my favorite fact ever so um i heard on a podcast from an expert which podcast um pod save the world Okay. Uh, part of the crooked media. Okay. Speaking of, we have a podcast. Yeah, you should listen to you it. Should, it's this show plus some other stuff occasionally. Um. Okay. So the Chinese like love Jared Kushner, and they were like, that's why we like send Jared over there. He's like, like he does like a lot of dealings and meetings with the Chinese, and they really love him because in China they have sort of like a culture of princelings. Princelings. Um. <laughs> And they basically view Jared as our princeling. And I just love thinking of him that way, that like he's like our little, he's like our little boy. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's our sweet little babe who we send around and he puts on his little jacket and, he makes, and he makes shady financial dealings and he's just our little... And he's our he's our little prince. Yeah, I just really like that. Yeah, like, it's really cute. I mean, look, Jared and Ivanka, if they had just like stayed in their lane, mm -hmm. which is like business people, ethical or not, Gossip that's Girl not my problem. Stars. Yeah, guys, they were on Gossip Girl. This is the world they should have remained in. It was better for them. And I think they liked it better. I think they. Yeah. Why would you want to look? They're just. It's obviously some sort of Stockholm syndrome hostage situation with her her dad, mm -hmm. because like the world that they should have stayed in was this like New York society Upper East Side world where you could like make a cameo on Gossip Girl without offending yeah. anyone, and it's fun. Wouldn't I rather be in the cameo on Gossip Girl world? Oh my than God. the Please, yeah. a booking in under five on Gossip Girl? Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I seriously. Like, I would literally so much prefer to be that person, like like genuinely personally. That person who's going to jail. Yeah, or, or even just an honest person in the government. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to deal with, like, the Chinese as much as they kiss my ass. I would much rather just have my ass kissed by Blair Waldorf or some shit. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I, I mean, I agree. 100%. Stay in your lane, kids. Um, okay, speaking of people who need to stay in their lane, Hope Hicks. Uh, we talk about we have so much to say about her. We personally find Hope Hicks to be one of the most fascinating people. Yes. It could be just because she's like gorgeous and amazing and contouring and like also her new hairstyle, the color. Did you see she looks who's incredible. her colorist? Who no, is doing, doing her hair? And that's one of, we'll, 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 we'll get into it, but that's one of the reasons why I feel like her saying that she meant to resign is out because it's like, you don't get a new, you don't do a full new do like that when you're just about to leave the office. But, <laughs> but anyway, I, I okay. feel Hope Hicks, for those of you who don't, who don't know, Hope Hicks basically told Maggie Haberman uh, that she's going to be resigning soon. She's like in the process of stepping down to pursue other opportunities, yeah. aka work on her indictment. 
body. Uh, <laughs> there's there's just so much to say about her. So basically, she's like one of Trump's closest advisors. The reason she got this job in the first place was because she, first of all, she comes from a very Democratic family in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. She got this job working for, from she was working for Ivanka, um, mm-hmm. I think like her handbag line or something. She and this modeled is, for the handbag line, but I think she also was doing PR, PR for them. For Ivanka. And then she started doing PR for the Trump organization. And this is where it gets like so crazy is that like, I have a friend who literally worked for Ivanka Trump jewelry out of college. And like, it's the kind of thing where like, Hope Hicks just like landed on the wrong side of the tracks. Like she could have just, she went to SMU. She's like my age. Like she's just this like girl from Greenwich who like is a sorority girl. Like I could picture girls in my own sorority who like given like the wrong circumstances could be in her position. And that's yeah. what's so crazy I mean, about being the, being the PR person for like Ivanka Trump's fashion line in 2013 or whatever. Great job. Not, that's not like a controversial. Bad job. That's not controversial. Ivanka was doing whatever, but it's, it's just, she's such a fascinating figure to me. Watching her leave the White House was kind of like when your favorite person gets eliminated on The Bachelor. It's just like, oh, do it's I have better. to continue? Am I going to continue with the season? Like, <laughs> like oh, I got to tap out now because it's just, she's 29, first of all. So she's like the same yeah, age. She's a year older than She like yeah. also watched the OC growing up. Yeah. She like probably has like a, like a funny handle somewhere. Yeah. Like her snap, she probably does snaps of herself driving and singing. Like, yeah. like she's, <laughs> she's just age. like us. Like, She's our age. And her parents, this is what's so crazy. Her family is like very, it's very, they're very wealthy. So like, I guess they're different from us in that way. Like I don't come from that kind of family, but they're like very democratic, very like East coast, just like a normal girl who got a normal job. And then she landed in this mess. So it's because like how? She's be, okay. I think she, it seems like again, some sort of like Stockholm syndrome where she yeah. got like a little bit brainwashed into thinking this was like a good idea and a good opportunity. And like, I, I, I don't know. Like she spent, okay. So she spends nine hours testifying two days ago, says not one word. Mm-hmm. And then she resigns yesterday. And she's like, Oh, it has nothing to do with my nine hour testimony. Do not even like, don't even bring that up. Don't even bring that up. Um, I'm just leaving to work on my side hustle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is uh, to be fair, exactly what I said when leaving my improv team recently, but <laughs> like we have the exact same reasoning. I've been thinking about breaking up with you for a while. It has nothing to do with the fact that you just broke up with me. I need to pursue other opportunities. I Um, feel like she, I feel like she, um, I honestly, I'm not sure that she even wanted to resign. If anything, I feel like she would have stayed because she seems very in it. Um, I think she's in big trouble. Yeah. And they know it. I mean, she gets a nine hour testimony. She has this like white lies quote where apparently she admits to having told Trump some white lies. His hair looks good. You're you're a good president, like, et cetera, et cetera. And I think. I feel like a lot of these resignations are a conversation between the administration and that person where they're like, there is now officially too much heat on you mm-hmm. and we need you out because we can't continue to have you involved in things because now you're a part of this obstruction of justice thing. So I don't really buy that yeah. she wanted to resign. I think it's, I mean, it's I probably, she probably, I don't know. I can't even imagine being in her position. Trump's probably gonna be really mad that she's, yeah. that she's gone. Like he's probably gonna be so moody now. Like he no longer has his like little regulation hottie around the office. The other thing that we have to talk about is that she has this very strange dating history with people yeah. in the Trump administration. And it's like, part of me is like, oh, we shouldn't talk about like who women date and like she's allowed to date whoever and like Taylor Swift dates whoever she wants. But like, <laughs> I also criticize her for that. But like, 
Corey Lewandowski was the first one she dated. He was married at the time yeah. that they were dating. And then her next boyfriend is Rob Porter, who's now been resigned in disgrace also because he has domestic abuse allegations yeah. against him. And she has a very strange relationship with the president herself. So I think she's got Plus some... this rebellion against her family where yes. she has like completely gone the opposite way, which suggests some sort of... Yeah, I like hate the term daddy issues Same. in a way, but it's also like it seems like she has an attachment to like bad, bad men. powerful men in some capacity or yeah. something. And I, I just I I look at her and I feel so sorry for her again because it's like I could picture people I know just I know being her. I picture her in class like and that's yeah. not to excuse like, she's the fact just that, that girl. she's involved in crimes, but it is just so interesting that she's our age and we know we like seen people like her. And part of me like when I see her dating history and she's dating all these horrible dudes, I'm like I'm like, does she have an active group chat? Like are do yeah. her friends? Like are people to being like she Girl, probably lost her friends. Like, like this is I like, know. she just like, I don't think any of this is like ideological for her. I think if she thinks it is ideological for her, she, she might think that because she needs that additional justification to like, to be able to sustain her actions, like to prevent the cognitive dissonance. But like, I really feel sorry for her. And like, Okay. What was that thing you you said yesterday that like some who tweeted Janelle James? Janelle James was tweeting like I bet um, he's she's a very funny comedian by the way. She tweeted her. something that was basically like I bet Hope Hicks is like the one who falls for all of this. Like yeah. they make her the fall girl, and I think that that is interesting because she is kind of like the one young woman that's involved in all of this, and oftentimes like that is. Uh, recipe for becoming a scapegoat for yeah. the crimes of. She'll also probably men. look the best in orange. Uh, she, I mean, she's gonna she's gonna look no. great in her prison attire. She's gonna look amazing. I actually do feel though that orange will clash with the new hair. Which she's gonna have to go back great, to but brunette. She's gonna have to go back to the old look, hair. It's also like we watched the only video of her like on record speaking, and you could she literally Trump calls her up at a rally. Yeah, he's like she's very shy. Yeah, um, and she gets up and she's like, thank you. Like, thanks for Donald Trump. Like, love Donald just, Trump. And then she just leaves and like, you, I see it and I'm like, you're, you look so nervous and afraid and like uncomfortable in, in like yourself. And like, it's just, she's so young and she's so like impressionable. And I just, I feel sorry that she's in this situation because I don't even think she understands like what the stakes were when she got involved here or that these people were like, basically involved in like extremely unethical and or criminal enterprises and like when the that that what was that memo that Mueller's last indictment of the 13 yes. Russians where he said where they mentioned that it was like a lot of unwitting people in the Trump administration she is that unwitting person yeah and her big like so the big thing that like is supposed to be the obstruction case against her is that she said that the emails about the meeting with the Russians would never get out she said these emails would never get out and I think that's like a really stupid thing to say and also like I I mean, I do think that she's... I don't like, even think she was, like, thinking. I think she was just like, oh, no one will never see that. I don't think it was, like, this wonder. I feel like evil. she didn't realize, like, oh, if I say this, it's going to be an obstruction of justice case. But, again, yeah. just because you don't know what you're doing is illegal doesn't, doesn't mean that you don't get in trouble. Well, so, like... One of the most, okay, so Fire and Fury, which obviously I'm still not over, <laughs> bring, not to bring it back to Fire and Fury again, but there was one of the most, I would say, interesting, exciting parts of that book mm -hmm. were when, where it was, um, 
Steve Bannon was relaying a, a, a very big argument he had with her where they had gotten to like a screaming match and he was like, he basically said like, I'm gonna like, like you don't know what the fuck you got into. Like, I'm gonna like call your dad and tell him he has to get you a lawyer. That was, you guys can look at our Instagram story. The highlights are still there. And he basically was like, I'm calling your dad and telling him to get you a lawyer. You don't even know how bad this is. And she just, that just shows that she doesn't, she doesn't know. Can you? Yeah. If you guys can hear anything in the background, it's because of the person who's coming to spray tan all of us just yeah. arrived and it's we're very, very excited. exciting. We were so. considering getting a spray tan before and then having like a before a, the beginning of the live show and then the end to see our spray tans yeah, evolving. Exactly. But everyone should just shut up in our office if you guys are watching. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah. So, so we are excited to have Heather here. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you, Heather. Thank you, no, Heather. we love Heather. She's very big in LA. Heather um, Airbrush Channing, you should follow her. Not a joke. It's honestly um, good. Yeah. It's honestly, honestly so good. good. But so so Steve Bannon obviously knew that she was in this huge mess. He knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. And she like, I don't think she understood the stakes. I can't say that if I were in her position, given her background of like privilege and just not knowing and being so young and never having government experience, you're like a handbag PR person, that I would not make the same mistakes in that position. Like, can you say that you would that you would be able to know? Let's, I mean, let's go down the road where I'm working for Donald Trump. And yeah, go down the road happened. where you come from Hope Hicks's background yeah. and you end up where she is from how she's gotten there. You wouldn't, how would you know? I think she's one of the least, least witting, least witting, and least like overtly shady. Like she, I don't think she has like shady dealings. But then again, it's like no, it don't work for this administration if you have a moral compass of any kind. To be right. Honest. So yeah. so that's kind of where I'm at with her. Hope. With hope. I mean, I will miss her. Dearly. I have a feeling this isn't the end of her. I think she's, she's going to be back. She's going to be on Winter Games. She's coming back. She will be in a confirmation hearing. I hope. I hope we. I'm so mad it wasn't televised. Like I want to see this. I want to like look at her doing it. Do you know what's another weird it? Hope Hicks detail that I forgot? There. I, I don't think this was a Fire and Fury thing, but there's a quote that apparently when she and Corey Lewandowski broke up, Trump told her in a meeting that she was the best piece of tail Lewandowski was ever gonna get. That was in fire. I think was that, that was in Fire and Fury. That is. Again, that true. If you're the kind of person who doesn't see that as an insult and yeah. sees it as a compliment, that just testifies to the self-esteem issues thing that are happening to her, which is like why it just is so sad that she's in the situation. So anyway, I hope if you're watching, I think she's busy. Get, if you want to get in a group chat with me and Sammy, start asking us some questions. Run by, send us pictures of these guys that you're dating. What? Send us a picture of their Tinder profile. We'll tell you honestly if we think. Yeah, They're honestly, good. if you want to come on the podcast, we will help you find your vindication because yes. if anyone needs to get in trouble, it's not you. We'll go through your DMs. We'll be like, you know what? This was disrespectful. Don't yeah. talk to this guy. Yeah, Hope, if any of Hope's friends are watching, please, please get reach her and tell her that we're sorry that she's in the situation and we want to help her. Yeah, like Hope, we will... I mean, I can't help you with your legal troubles. You're fucked there. But I can help you meet a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just, like, make, you know, help your situation in terms of getting people on your side. Because you know the Trumps are out for themselves. Mm -hmm. They're not out for you. I know you think you're in with the family. But as Pussy Bomb and Sarah will tell you... I think he was one who got killed. He was. By Trump. He was. By, by Trump. Trump. <laughs> by yeah, Trump. that was such a crazy episode of The Sopranos when Trump just killed Pussy <laughs> Bob. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Okay, this brings Sorry. us to one more thing. I'm using all my mafia families. This has to be, this has to bring us to one more thing. Yeah, okay. Um, First. I um, forgot what mine was. Oh, right. Uh, Walmart and Dick's Sporting Goods announced this week that they are no longer going to sell guns to anyone under the age of 21, which is really great, but also when I heard it, I was like, oh my God, teenagers have been buying guns at yeah. Walmart this entire yeah. time. Yeah, I know. So good for Dick's. Walmart, you still have some things yeah. in the general labor relations area that yeah. you need to fix, but this is a good start. This was good. Okay, my second um, thing one is more. that, yeah, my second one more thing <laughs> is that Trump um, actually reversed everything on that he's ever said about guns yesterday. Mm -hmm. He had a meeting and he basically was um, pro-background checks, was considering that we could have an assault weapons ban. He wants to take guns away from the mentally ill and then have due process later. He wants to secure schools. And now maybe the Republicans are seeing why it's so messy to have someone like this as your guy. I mean, yeah. They were like, really, what? It's like, oh shit, we elected someone who has no principles and now he's doing stuff we don't agree with. Like, okay, but honestly, if, if like he wants that. to do any of those things except for give guns to teachers because no we're not doing that um i have a question I'm, I'm down would you rather have trump as the president like we do now and we get like all this amazing gun control or not have trump as a president and still have the fucked up gun situation that we have in america it's crippling it's hard okay here's here's the plan <laughs> Trump is president. We no, it's a would you rather. You can't, you can't compromise. I can't have Donald Trump it's as president. So, you would have no gun control? Oh. See, you know what I would do? I would have the gun control. It's a would you rather. You don't get to say. <laughs> I, you know, I think I would have Trump and the gun control and just, you know, he hasn't really done anything else. It can't be reversed. Well, yeah, we're talking to the doc, else, those DACA kids, though. Yeah, but we could. It could be reversed. It's we still can, not. Well, it's stay, not hopeless. They can stay yet. at my place. They can stay. They at my can place. stay at my place. <laughs> <laughs> you guys okay. can sleep over here in the office. The flower room is very it good. Is at, nice. Good at this night. Is, we do have a lot of space. I okay. think. I think that for the good of the country, assuming we don't get into a nuclear war, which we haven't yet, the gun control, if he really did it would be a really good thing. I know, but also what he's if- He's also been wildly entertaining, Elise. I know, but I- I, I know. So, I also hate him. I hate him passionately. <laughs> I know. I don't, but I also hate guns. My hatred for guns and thinking that this whole, the NRA is so much longer standing in my life than my feelings towards him. I guess the gun control does ultimately last longer than the presidency, assuming we are not all killed and i think that that's our show guys yes. <laughs> it's um, over tune in next week same time same place uh i'm elise morales i'm sammy fishbine i think <laughs> and until the end of democracy this is the supply bye betches